Hello, everybody, and welcome into Senior Living Live. Thanks for joining us. And if you're listening via podcast, thank you so much for finding us. Well, we know that making that leap into senior living, it can be tough, even traumatic for some people, uh, but it doesn't have to be. That's the good news. Some thoughtful planning ahead of time can help ease that transition and We've got some tips on how you can do that here today in our discussion of thoughtful transitions. Anne Pagnoni is with me today. She helps individuals with this problem every single day. Anne, how are you? Good, how are you? I am doing great. And, and then this is a topic that, that gets discussed quite a bit. Um, you know, we know that people, sometimes they end up waiting, right? Until there's a crisis or an emergency before someone makes that leap into senior living. And it's all a lot of information coming at them from all different angles. And then they have the move-in process after they finally decide where to go, which is a process in itself. So I'm so glad we're gonna have this conversation today. And I know that you've got some great tips for our viewers. Um, let's talk a little bit about your background. Okay, well, I've been in the industry for um, 25 years, so I'm a little new to Arbor, um, but I've been around. I always say I'm one of the dinosaurs. I've kind of grown up in the industry. Um, I've worked in independent, assisted memory care, home care, skilled nursing. Um, for the most part, if our residents or their families or prospective residents and their families, if they have a question, like I should have a pretty good idea of, um, you know, piece of advice to give them. So from that, um, I just, I have to say, you know, you kind of hit it on the head too with like, people are in the middle of a crisis. And now all of a sudden, it's like, oh my gosh, what are we going to do? One of the things I try to bestow upon everybody is start planning sooner than you're thinking that you're definitely going to need something. Um, if you start to see like a few little warning signs or maybe mom or dad are slowing down or maybe they've started having falls at home, just anything like that, start. Like I would rather people come in and us have that opportunity to provide a lot of education and really work with the families so that they feel empowered and that they're making the right decision at the time that they need to make that transition. Yeah, and we, we say it, almost every show that we have, but somebody will say it. And that is don't wait until there's an emergency. Mm -hmm. Try to have those plans in place that the individual who is making that trip into senior living and is it's going to be moving and, and uprooting their lives to, to somewhere, a new location, that mm -hmm. they have a choice in the matter. They have a say in the matter. It's so important. Um, so that is obviously our topic of conversation today. It's a good one. Now, if someone um, knows that they need to move to senior living, they know they're slowing down. They know they need a little bit of help, but they don't want to burden their children with the process of downsizing their home. What steps can somebody take to make that process a little less overwhelming? There's a lot of different resources that are out in the community um, that we can always try to connect that prospective resident with. One of the things that, that I look at, at my position is really kind of knowing what some of those resources are and then serving as um, a liaison between like our prospective residents and their families and those resources. There are so many um, people who do downsizing that they will actually come into your house. They will help you sort through everything that you have 
Um, select the items that you would need to bring with you while you move into a senior community. And they'll also um, help you get rid of everything else that you don't need. Um, and those companies, those senior moving um, resources, they're great. They're so great. I've worked with some um, over the years who just, they're so caring. They really understand how the move is difficult for them to make. So they're very understanding, very compassionate, and they'll spend that time with them to help them through all of that. Yeah, we actually had a webinar um, a couple months ago about this, that topic of, of making that transition and downsizing. And there are a lot of great questions that were answered. And like you said, a lot of great companies, this is what they do every day. And uh, the company we spoke with specifically deals with seniors. So they know you have a lot of stuff that you have uh, compiled over the years and that you need a little bit of help trying to figure out what to do with everything. So a uh, great tip there. Now, here's a question that we don't get asked a lot, but I know that it's top of mind for a lot of individuals who somebody may be making a move to senior living, but they've been in their community or in their neighborhood or at their home for decades, right? They've been there, they've made friends, their neighbors, they can go across the street, go get sugar, go drop off a pie. How do they stay connected uh, with those same individuals if they no longer live in the neighborhood? Well, the first thing is that when you move to a senior living community, um, it becomes your home. That means you can come and go as you please. You can have people come in to visit you. Um, so you're, you're allowed to leave. You can still have all of those friends. Um, sometimes what people will do is invite their, their friends over for a meal or come over and have a cup of coffee or come over and see my new apartment, come and spend the afternoon with me. I mean, in your apartments, you're still able to have refreshments. So if you had friends from the neighborhood that you wanted to have come over, there's no reason that you couldn't offer them a cup of coffee or a cookie or something like that, because you can still have all of those things. Um, but likewise, you can still go out and visit your friends. So if somebody's having a dinner party and they want to invite you over, you can go. Um, so we really try to, when we have our events, to really open that up to our residents and to their family and friends, because it is important for the residents to maintain that connection um, to the community. It's not unusual for us. We take residents out to church on Sundays. So residents who have been um, in a particular church for how many years, they're still able to maintain that relationship. I always say just because you move to a senior living community doesn't mean that you're like shutting the door on everything else because that's just not the way it is. We're here to support you. But we want you to maintain those other relationships and those friendships. Yeah, that, that's a great answer. Really good answer. And, you know, you don't, you don't really lose your independence just because you move into a senior living community and may just need a little extra help. So exactly. great that we, we make sure we, we continue to point that out to everybody. So you know, let's talk a little bit about moving day, right? So somebody's already been through the process. They found the community they want to they live in. They've done a pretty good job of downsizing. Everybody wants to know, can I bring my own furniture? What can I bring? What should I bring? What does that moving day look like for most of your residents? 
So the first thing I tell people when they start asking me, what can I bring? What should I bring? So I always tell them, make sure you pick out the things that make your house your home. And I say that because I've met so many people over the years who maybe had a grandfather clock. And for them, that is a true treasure. What I don't want to see that person do is move and feel like they have to leave that. That's an item that we really want to find um, a space for. We want them to be able to bring that because for them, that's very important. Um, so that's the first thing I tell people to do. And I sometimes I have to tell the kids that too, um, <laughs> because I still remember I had somebody looking to move in um, to one of my communities. And she was like, I want to bring my fake fireplace. And her son was like, there's no way, mom, never going to fit. <laughs> that fake fireplace came <laughs> because for her, that was the thing that was so important for her. Wow. That's what gave her comfort. So that's the first thing I always tell people. I'm like, make sure you're picking out those items. Bring your own, you're going to bring your own um, sheets, pillowcases, pillows, towels, and you bring those things because they're yours. Those are your things. So we want you to be surrounded by those things, you know, that you know. Um, and that's really important too, if somebody's moving into um, memory care, that's very important to us. But on move-in day, move-in day is always tough. It's, it's, it's always a hard day. And when I meet with people in advance with the families, I always, always tell them, that I want you to remember this on move-in day, that it's going to be hard. And don't expect to get everything set up and then be like, this is wonderful. It doesn't work that way. Um, move-in day is hard. Um, you're unpacking, you're getting stuff put away. Um, but even bigger than that is that our new residents are learning a whole new routine. They're trying to figure out, wait a minute, what time's breakfast? What time's lunch? Who are my caregivers? Wait a minute, I need help with, I need help with this, but who's gonna do it? And it takes time. It, it definitely takes a few days. So I always tell people to expect that. But I also, if people have concerns, tell them, make sure you come back and let us know because this is how we work through this process together. Um, but yeah, so move-in day, it, it's, it's a little hectic and we know that. Um, we always, as department managers in Arbor, make it a point to go up, meet the new residents, take them on a tour so that they can kind of re-familiarize themselves with everything. We don't want to overwhelm them, but we do want them to feel that, that support because we know how important that is. Yeah, so uh, in these um, episodes, we try to keep it real, people. We try to give you the truth. And as you said, moving day isn't just put everything away. It's like when you take your child to, to college in the dorm, they're like, okay, mom, I'm happy. Get out. I'm good. That is probably not going to happen. No. <laughs> so um, no, it's don't not. expect that. Um, but, but definitely know that the feelings are normal and mm -hmm. that it's going to be, it, it could be difficult for a very large percentage of, of individuals. And that's totally normal. And mm -hmm. we want you to know that so that the expectations are 
sort of set. And if it ends up being that way and they're like, okay, kid, I'm good, <laughs> then perfect. You can walk away and be thrilled. But yes, right. we, we want to keep it real here. So thank you for pointing that out. Now you did touch on it there at the end of your answer. And that is, you know, you introduce yourself, you, you kind of tell everybody where things are at. Some of these communities can be big. They're afraid of getting lost. Yes. So what do you as a staff do to help a resident settle in in their first few weeks in their new home? So what we're going to do again, definitely, we're all going to continue to like meet with them, introduce ourselves to them, reinforce like what the services are that, that each one of us provide. But in addition to that, we know that someone, they may not remember, they may be overwhelmed and like, oh my gosh, where's the dining room? What time am I supposed to be there? So we do have resident ambassadors that we have who are here to kind of help um, a new resident transition. So a resident ambassador could always go down to one of our independent living residents, knock on the door, walk down to the dining room with them. If someone's in our assisted living or memory care, they're going to have more support from our staff. So our team is always going to go in and they're going to be like, Mrs. Smith, it's time for breakfast. Let me walk you down. So they're not really left to their own devices um, any more than they choose to be, because we're really going to be there to help support them. And that is why, too, I always say those first few days are so hard, because that's where you're trying to figure out where am I supposed to be? How am I getting there? Where is it? Am I doing the right thing? And that's where it's just so important for our team um, to really support um, the new residents. I will tell you too a couple of things that for me that's important is just even during that whole process of working with a family and a prospective resident for moving in, um, we do give families a lot of paperwork and we ask them to fill this paperwork out. And it's important and it's so important. I mean, one piece of that is the, um, the resident engagement profile that really kind of goes through who this person is, what their likes are, what their dislikes are, where did they work, what did they do? Um, so we have that, and then we have a dining services profile. I mean, I, we get a lot of information up front. That information comes back to our leadership team, and that helps us support a resident too in this new environment. So Mrs. Smith moves in, we want our engagement staff to say, she really loves to crochet, we have our crocheting club tomorrow. We're going to go up and tell her about it. We're going to invite her to join us. Yeah, I, I sort of liken that too. And I think most people who've been on vacation, right? They've been somewhere special. Maybe it was a honeymoon and they get a little bit, bit of information about you. They know it's your honeymoon. And so they do all these wonderful little special things for you and you feel so special and it makes the, the entire uh, trip Wonderful. This is what you guys are doing. So don't skimp out. Don't don't skip out on the paperwork because, as you said, it's that's that's you guys getting to know these individuals to make and cater to uh, their wants, desires, and their needs. And so um, it really is, um, you know, truly individual. And so we want to make sure that that care is individualized for each individual and, and that they, they feel special in their new home. You should, right? Yeah, um, yeah. I think. That is so great. Um, and, and I will say welcome to the Arbor Company. You have uh, been a wealth of knowledge here today. And we thank you so much for uh, your personality and for all that you do for our residents with the Arbor Company. Thank you. It's my pleasure. I, 
I love it. And I, I love Arbor. Yeah. Thank you. Great company. I'm glad to be here. And we are so glad to have you. Thank you once again for sharing that 25 year knowledge of senior (laughs) living with us. So if you enjoyed watching this episode of Senior Living Live with Anne, we encourage you to head on over to our website, www.seniorlivinglive.com. There you can find out more about senior living, of course. Hey, you can go check out that webinar we discussed about downsizing and ways that you can help your mom or your dad or even your spouse kind of streamline all of the things that you've collected over the years in your move to senior living. Well, as always, we appreciate you tuning in and watching Senior Living Live. Have a great day, everybody. 